Gus, tell me what's happening. What's happening in the uh, what's happening in your ceramics life? Okay, so in my ceramics life, we're trying to figure out if you can, if you have a piece that's crazed, that that crazes on a clay body. Okay. Can you fix it by by putting a glaze on it that is so far in the opposite direction that they'll mesh together and make one glaze that won't craze? So far, the answer is no. Okay, great. So, so far, you get a glaze on top that wouldn't craze on its own, but because the glaze underneath it is crazing, it'll still craze. So, what do you... You have a glaze that's crazing, mm-hmm. and you are just throwing some shit on top of it? Mm-hmm. Okay, and just, like, praying? I'm just kind of curious. Oh, all right. Yeah, like, because we have this... Laguna makes this slip called Dover White, which is a good casting slip. But a lot of our like, like our normal dinnerware glazes craze on it, so we have to use different glazes for it. So we were using some of those when we were trying to figure stuff out. So now we have a bunch of cups that have a glaze on it that'll craze. Okay. And. Okay. So we have them all. So we're just putting different glazes on them to see what happens like rolling dice every day yeah it's fun i just keep taking it and like dropping the thermal expansion more (laughs) and more and more and more and what is thermal expansion it's how much the glaze expands and contracts so crazing happens because the glaze is shrinking more than the clay body yeah or is it vice versa the clay body shrinking more than the glaze you just said the same thing twice the, yeah, the the clay, the glaze, the glaze, the glaze is shrinking more? more than the clay. Okay, is that what you said? Yeah. And then dunting is the other way around. What does dunting look like? Your piece will shatter, or Ooh. crack. Whoa! If or, the glaze is too tight, it'll choke it to death and shatter. Yeah, like the clay body underneath will keep trying to. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, woo! Guess yeah. making a corpse look yeah he's like making a corpse sign with his body right now yeah it's okay. kind of like that um so the right thing to do is to use the right glaze yeah that that would seem like just overall which we're doing now <laughs> okay but we didn't do right away why because because i made a big mistake <laughs> well it's a learning it's a learning game huh? uh-huh you know me yeah. every morning Get yeah, up. You, you don't know this up, about you, me. No, I don't know. This is exciting. Every morning I get up. I, see you make the, I make the coffee the night before. Set the timer. Oh, okay. Wake up. 6.40. Go back to bed. Okay. Wake up. 6.50. Sometimes get up. Usually right back to sleep. Yeah. Wake up. 7 o'clock. Go and get the cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. Back to bed. Okay. Okay. Then crawl into bed. Try not to spill. Usually spill a tiny bit. Okay. Then, <laughs> and then I was just sitting there, drawn on my iPad. That's what I like to do. This morning I was working on glaze formulas in bed. Oh. Um, which, I, you know, I don't think I've ever said it, but glazy is the best thing that's ever happened to ceramics. No, you've never said that every time. Um, a and, and then I was just sitting there minding my own business and the cup was just like, Ting 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 ting. Yeah. So it wasn't like it. It wasn't like a craze line. 
it was like so crazed <laughs> it was like about to shatter it it was like it was like a crackle glaze oh shoot yeah have you seen <laughs> armageddon no yes really yeah okay. like, like a million years ago yeah you mean the one from the 80s it's from like 90s something 90s yeah maybe early 2000s probably oh, 90s yeah. probably late 90s okay i don't know um in it there's a big scene where they they because they got to drill the hole in the asteroid you know right the asteroid is, and right and so they it's easier to train oil drillers to be astronauts than astronauts to to drill a hole okay which i'm not trying to dump on that's drilling holes but i think it might have been but you know i Wow. I mean, they get it done. Spoiler so you're alert! A lot of, like, Spoiler alert! Drillers but they get it done. that are going to write. I know in. we have a lot of oil drillers listening. Um, they okay. So in it, they're like on the moon. No, they're on the asteroid. <laughs> okay. And they're talking to NASA. No, they're talking to one of the astronauts, the mean head astronaut, and Bruce Willis is like, "We're gonna hit this depth," and he's like, "Blah blah blah, we're gonna blow this asteroid up." Whether you're gonna, and he's like. I need you to trust me. I've never missed a depth in my life. <laughs> and that's how I feel every time I'm trying to convince Jen, my <laughs> boss, that like, I'm like, Jen, we got this. And she's like, you really messed up a lot of stuff. And I'm like, hey, I've never let you down. And she's like, you just, you, you just you did. You constantly. You just did. You're in a constant cycle of yeah. letting. That's not true. You got, that's not even a little true, Jen. Every now and again. Um, Thanks, Jen. So... You did like a whole. I mean, you are accomplishing it. Yeah. Like, what's it's up with you? Pretty good. Okay, so you know that I, uh, I had the that week, a couple weeks, like two weeks ago, where I blew up every single one of my bad pieces. week. Yeah. And then I was we like, didn't, you didn't blow them all up. Something you just knocked over. <laughs> That's true. Okay, here's what happened. Here's the play by play. Yeah. Let's start. What day did it all start? Okay, Monday? so Tuesday, okay. I was on my way to teach my class at Brooklyn Clay, mm-hmm. and your brother, Anders Hamilton, posted on his Instagram my piece yeah. with a sad face by it. Yeah. Which, Sarah and I decided not to... Tell me? Yeah, because we were like, we should just tell her when she gets here. That's nice. Yeah. But, but then was... Anders posted some goofy shit with your blown up piece. I, but it was in the background, and I was like... Oh, was man. he just like playing basketball over it or something? Something. I think he took a picture of your oh, face. Oh, my face making the face of your pot. <laughs> yeah. So of the tape that you put in oh, my pot. Oh, yeah. Okay. So then, so I, I came in and that, it's like a big piece. It was like two feet by three feet or something. Yeah. It's really big. It was like eight feet by six feet okay, or something. Okay. That's a little exaggeration. That's a little hyperbole, but okay. And so I was like, okay, you know, it happens like, Honestly, it was amateur hour because I just forgot to put in a, a pinhole mm-hmm. and it just blew up due to steam, which is disappointing because you think like, oh, you know better. But I just was like yeah. when I was loading it in the kiln, my friend Gus uh, Hamilton was like, Who? you don't need an air hole. You don't you need don't. a pinhole. You don't. And I know that too. But I had also put one You had in. also just put underglaze on it too. So like there was some moisture. Yeah. In it. So that's really what happened. Sorry. No, it was me. I, yeah, there was a there that, was a pinhole. I'll take some of it. No, you. you there should. was a pinhole. There was a pinhole, and I just put underglaze over it. Mm. I like sealed yeah, it. Sealed it, and so then you know I just like let you know you just move on. I moved on. I was fine. Yeah. It wasn't. You a hit thing. it with a hammer. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite piece. I broke it up into a million pieces. Felt great. Moved on. If you had to lose one, 
That was the one to lose. Yeah, right? Yeah. So then... But the thing is, you didn't have to lose any. <laughs> okay. Uh, just to be clear. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, then, the next day in my studio, you know, there's, like, shelves right next to my wheel with a bunch of books on it. Uh-huh. And so... And it's not, like, it's a tight space, but not that tight. So I just, no, but you like, got a lot of stuff in there. Yeah, so much stupid crap. Um... So I just was like pulling a book off my shelf around my piece. My piece was sitting on the wheel head. It was about three feet high, two feet high. I don't know. And it was finished. I just finished it. And I just took a picture of it. And I was like, I'm going to put this on Instagram. I'm excited about it. Um, And so I was reaching for the book off the shelf. And then the book came out, but another book came with it. And that book fell on the floor. But it didn't fall on the floor. It fell on my foot pedal on the wheel. And so then the shit started spinning. And then the big piece spun, 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 whipped off. But, and that wasn't like, that was bad. Like, I was like, oh, shit. But it when it, when it fell off, it hit the red clay water bucket, bucket oh. like my throwing water which was like is like half clay like one sh- inch I of water from it. Yeah. yeah and so then that oh. spr- splashed everywhere it's so crazy like red iron oxide you you can't oh, get it out of anything oh my god it's like it's like it was devastating it took me two and a half hours to clean it up and now you have a pink floor i do and i just not i didn't uh, that was it. That's the end of the story. But I'm remaking the piece, obviously, because I never quit. I'm no fucking quitter. Because you're a quitter? Oh, no. I'm oh, not sorry. A oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I should have quit. Anyway, so all that happened oh, in two days. That's a lot. Yeah. But was that the end of it? Uh, that's good. So, yeah, that was the end of it. And it oh. was a real it was a real loser of a week. And it was like one of those times when you're like, why do I do ceramics? Like, I'm not good at this. Yeah, it's hard. There's just too many ways for stuff to go wrong. Like, there's so many ways for it to go wrong. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, my God, I have a 50% success rate. But what really happened was I was working in that porcelain, the colored porcelain. Yeah. And I really had a, I had a 50% success rate of my pieces not, like, warping or dying. And so this is why I switched to this fucking red clay anyway. Yeah. It's because I was like, I want to hire... I want like 85 to 90 percent yeah yeah so fuck it i'm still doing ceramics i don't know why that's all there is yeah what else is there you know i don't know i don't know how to do anything else okay ready mm-hmm. peter chinman um ask question for the podcast do y'all think of ceramics i like when people say y'all anyone said he's from somewhere i know have you ever tried to say it? Like, have you ever tried to work it into your... No. I've, like, My tried, mom but... is from Alabama, and she would say y'all. That's cool. But you try it, and then you're like, it doesn't sound weird. It sounds fake. Yeah, it sounds fake. It's like you're an I actor acting yeah. like a y'all person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do y'all think of ceramics as its own aesthetic discipline, or do you think of it more as a set of techniques centered around a specific material? Okay. I'm trying to tease apart some distinction between ceramics and sculpture that makes any sense to me. I'm wondering if the big difference, capital big, capital difference, is that even non-functional ceramics is often still spiritually engaged with the idea of the vessel. Peter, that is an excellent question. I'm not sure that we're qualified to answer. 
I Someone was just talking to me about this recently. You 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 start. Okay. I think. Ceramics lands in so many different planes that it's hard to say ceramics is this and ceramics is this and ceramics is this. And when you start doing that, you box it in. The worst thing to do to ceramics is box it in. So if you're a sculptor and you're using clay as a material, then you're coming at it from a sculptor. If you're a potter and you're just making, making functional pieces, then your conversation and your language becomes about the functional vessel and the history of functional pottery. Not all ceramics is tied to the vessel. I mean, you could think of like the earliest pieces of clay. Um, there's a Venus that's the oldest piece of sculpted clay, and it's not a vessel, but mm -hmm. it is, you know, it is based in womanhood, so yeah. So maybe it is a, tied <laughs> into being a vessel. God however, damn it, really snuck it however, back in there. However, yeah, but that would be like you'd have to really do your research to tie it back in so if you are a, like ceramicist working in sculpture and you want to be a ceramicist then your language is a little bit different not very much and it shouldn't be different from that of a sculptor but it just means that you're like mm, tied to a material a sculptor would like allow themselves like to use mixed materials what do you think yeah does this make any sense i think that makes sense i think I want to think tell like the listeners about like a, a moment that we had together one time because like like you don't wear hats very often like if you go to the beach you do yeah sure yeah and like I wear a hat sometimes right but not that often yeah more than me yeah yeah definitely more than you and I used to wear it like when I had longer hair you know but like I wear like one hat you wear like generally no hat right <laughs> okay, yeah that's true and then, and then we went, and then one time you and I went to the armory and, yes. we, and we saw a man wearing two hats. <laughs> and, and I think ceramics That's is true. a lot like that guy wearing two hats, right? <laughs> and, and he can take, he takes one of them off and he's a different guy and then he puts them on together and he's a separate guy and then he takes the bottom one off, but he puts the top one back on and then he's another guy too. And, <laughs> And that's what ceramics can do. <sighs> I just wanted you know, to tell the story about seeing that guy that, that had two hats on. That's why. <laughs> that's why I stick around for this podcast. <laughs> well, Peter, that I hope was that the craziest your thing I've ever seen. <laughs> why did that guy have two hats? I don't know. He just had one hat right on top of another hat. Both he was like, fedoras, I don't right? know which one to wear. Yeah. Yeah. A regular fedora and then like a straw fedora? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was like a double stack fedora. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, no, I think your answer made a lot of sense. So it was like a sculptor can use it and it can be a different thing. And there's sort of like you do see those camps like, you know, there's like L.A. and New York or like California and New York camps of ceramics that's way closer to just sculpture and like the larger art world and then you start to see like, you know, different subsets. Even if you go to Enseca, you see figurative sculpture, which is, I think sometimes people forget that there's a whole weird world of like sculpture oh, that you see like, like in sculpture bodies. magazine. Yes. Yeah, where like- Straight up bodies. Yeah, where they're just Nudes. like, all I do is sculpt bodies. Yeah, 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 or, yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah, ceramics has that too. It's maybe just even wider because there's like so much, it's all material specific and, and like it is really broad functional stuff to 
figurative stuff to generic capital art to think, wearing two hats. Do you think that it's a little bit like who do you want your community to be? So like if you're if you're attracted to people who are making sculpture and you know those are your people then yeah then you put yourself in that community I guess or, yeah I don't really or you call it you know call yeah. yourself whatever you want to do part of you and I both have this in common that we made a conscious effort to like try and do stuff in the New York art world and while we like still sometimes do more traditional like sort of ceramics like Enseca type stuff we both made like a decision that like that wasn't going to be the focus this was going to be the focus and, yeah yeah and it's great I think it's really helpful to like fail in both camps and then you can kind of see you can see what it looks like to look through the window <laughs> in both of them um, I, and it's hard it's hard it's, <laughs> yeah it's, <laughs> are you crying man i'm in a weird mood today <laughs> are you crying right now okay calm Just down everybody sec. calm Just down it's gonna be fine I just can't even see in through the window this is fun. I don't know why this seems extra fun today. I think we're, I'm just like out of my, I'm out of my zone. I'm out of my burrow right I, now. Also, I cross burrow I know, lines. This is so exciting. Yeah. Also, we haven't done an intro in person with each other in like oh, a year. Yeah. Man, this is great. It's a blast. This is great. Okay, so. Is that it? That's the only question we have? Yeah, Peter, that was a great question. That was a great and, question. And um, you know who I like to talk to about that kind of stuff is Thomas Mueller. Mm. And he's really good at oh let's do a follow-up um lewis chinapi remember lewis chinapi no okay remember louis chinapi yep okay <laughs> yep <laughs> did i call him louis <laughs> yeah okay um he followed up and said hello cammy and gustav i just heard the episode with my question gustav you can absolutely call me louis i answered a lou lewis and louis i get all three your discussion on the brent color made me laugh i bought him Model C Brent. My wife decorated my studio around it white walls. Gray floor and eggplant colored doors with black trim. That's it looks beautiful. great with the Brent. Thanks for asking my question. Keep being awesome. Do I need to reread that? I read so badly out loud. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I do too though. I, I think that and that was really I, generous that he said you can you can call him. Thanks, Louie. I <laughs> feel bad I we shit on the Brent color pretty hard, but to be honest, it's just—it's a superior wheel. Um, let's be <laughs> honest. Okay. I also wait. Actually, that's what I want to take back. I shit on Brent wheels too hard, and I didn't mean it. I was—I'm just bitter about I don't know what being bad at throwing in high school. I guess uh, <laughs> Brent. Okay. I didn't mean it, and I love Amico. I mean, I, I like—I like Mako more, but Amico's my second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's fair but okay so you know i'm just like looking i'm looking for a new wheel because mm. that can handle the weight of the work that i'm making yeah because the whisper can't so i'm yeah. now i'm over teaching at greenwich house pottery which yeah. is a blast by the way yeah. and they have these the brent seas and those little motherfuckers those like whip around with so much power it's 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 shocking actually. What's the big one? After being on the whisper for so long, really? this Brent flies. It's it's crazy. They're a lot more expensive though. They're like five hundred bucks more, aren't they? Yeah. Maybe they're only like three hundred bucks. No, more. it's five hundred. It's like like four or five hundred. That's crazy. I know. So, 
I'm probably going to buy that. The, your wheel can't handle it? It's It gets legs. Yeah. It's not really. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much for coming Thanks for and being coming on the over. podcast. Thanks for having me. This is the first yeah. time we've ever recorded over here. Yeah. We always just oh, do it really? at my yeah. apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. This is fun. And your studio is like two blocks away from my apartment. Yeah. Which maybe I should move there. Yeah, I don't know why you, have, you don't have a studio there. I don't know It's either. so close. It's so crazy. When I saw that you were there, I was like, oh my God, she can have a kiln in that building and now, now I want to. Yeah. But then this minute I move into the, that building, I'm like gonna leave this apartment yeah you know what i mean uh, it's like one of those things how long have you been at your studio on grand like seven years oh okay yeah it's been a while yeah it's hard to move all that stuff oh my gosh right? cami studio is like i want to go packed. yeah it's oh sweet. yeah i would love to have you over yeah i'm gonna get rid of stuff stop saying that it's packed i said it twice tonight damn it. <laughs> oh. okay for real <laughs> like one of your cups like we can we can basically figure out how much time it takes to actually make the cup itself yeah but how much does how much time is really the painting <sighs> i don't know it just takes too long <laughs> every time i do it i i'm like because like my work has changed a lot over time like i used to not do any decorations too and just do like cone 10 porcelain oh yeah like kind of restaurant work yeah it just wait, wait. Your ch work has changed over time. Like it was, you were just no deck, like nothing. There was a point where I didn't do any decorations. Like I just wanted to do like pure porcelain, right? And, like cone ten reduction firing with like, that's it. Just clear glaze, we wheel thrown. No, no, like um, like matte glazes, uh... and stuff like that. That was very brief, but uh... yeah, I remember when I found out that you did some work for restaurants. I got so excited because I thought that you were like doing all your like your like, current oh, work like no. yeah. Yeah. Oh. so fucking yeah. cool no that they've got way. like rap by checks yeah oh god that i would die <laughs> you'd be like you'd be an old old woman yeah. Yeah. you'd be the crone in the corner painting for the last cup for the order in the and restaurant. then the restaurant goes out of business <laughs> yeah like, we yeah. never got to serve anything <laughs> michelle we never got the plates <laughs> No, I have to show you some of the stuff. I, I used to have, like, work at, um, used at Morimoto at this restaurant that I used to work at. It was really cool to see it being plated and, like, the food that would go oh, out. Oh, just Morimoto the... over in Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then from there, like, like, with each, like, series of work that I did, like, I just added more, like, drawing and more steps and... Now it's just like the longest, it just takes the longest time I've ever like spent on just like one piece at a time. But it feels good, like it, it's just like more meditative. I don't know how to work, like I, don't, I, I couldn't go back. Like I, I'm trying to like figure out ways to like simplify things or just be more reductive, but it's like really hard to think that way because I just want to add more or you know, but I want to try, like, I don't want to stay, like, stuck on this one thing, you know, like, I hate feeling just, you know, stuck to this one idea, so I've been, like, trying, like, different techniques, and, like, I want to try more, like, myolica type stuff, oh, cool. yeah, yeah, okay, and just see how I can, like, loosen it up a little bit, so um, are you just in underglaze, clear glaze land? Well, I do, I use a lot of mason stains, too, 
so oh right yeah so, so that makes sense to do Mayorica. yeah i do like the underglaze on the greenware and then then when i go to glaze it i'll like fill in the dotted parts you know with like you know, mason stained right. clear or but now yeah i really want to try myolica but it's hard to do make the little marks and then add the myolica to it because myolica, myolica everything sits on top it feels yeah yeah whereas this is like You're i want to carve through and then add more you know yeah so i i don't know i i just had a kiln right now and i I want to do more because I feel like myolica with like mason stains added to it could be really nice and like buttery. So I kind of want to try it out, but I don't. So far, like the things that I've made that don't require me to like do this for like hours. <laughs> She's like moving her hands as... up and down like Do you work with both hands like that too? I like that. <laughs> you just light I a wish. bunch of work She's up. She's got a yeah. paintbrush in one and a carving tool in the yeah. other. Yeah, you're making ticks and then like filling dude, them in. Dude. Well, I. I the last like round of work, I had to make the marks in the, with the opposite rotation of my wrist because it was starting to hurt a lot right here. I was like, right. oh, you're getting you a know? carpal tunnel? Yeah, actually, I got kind of bad carpal tunnel when I was coiling a lot because oh. oh. I used to just coil. And now I do mostly like slab work. Um, but yeah, just coiling and coiling. I, I made this. I made these like giant vases all with like tiny little coils and then I remember going like trying to go out for dinner afterwards and I, I just felt like all this pain in my left Yeah, that happened palm. to me one time too when I was oh. making these really big pieces. Yeah. And the coils were fat. They were like, uh-huh. and so after like four days straight, my, my you, like, hand was like You couldn't squeeze your hands together. It was just <laughs> a claw, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that was like it. this. It was just like a claw. You're yeah. like, well, I guess I'm not using these guys for a couple days. Yeah, it hurt a lot. So I just changed the way I build stuff. My, I, I think that like, uh, sorry, Cami, I don't mean to exclude you here, but as a, as a young person, I often, well, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I often like, I often don't think I about, I often don't, don't think about, or I guess I'm starting to like more and more like not bend over all day in my, you know, like it's like if I'm working on something, I'll like figure out how to like stack some stuff up so I can like stand up straight while I work on it and like yeah okay. put Birkenstocks on in my studio. So I'm not wearing Vans all the time, which I love Birkenstocks, but it, it started because my dad was a carpenter forever and his body's so messed up. But the weirdest oh. one is that his hand from holding a hammer for so long is like, it's like permanently oh, like it, it's frozen yeah and so he can open it up but he has to like take his other hand and it's oh my god and, crazy and when he he thinks it's funny oh which is why i feel okay telling everybody about it because he <laughs> when it first started happening he loved trying to shake my hand because his hand gets like caught in it it's like a wet his hand it's is actually like a really web. sad but it's oh jeez but anyway yeah you got to think about um twisting your wrist the other way when you're yeah yeah i I went like this and it was a little bit harder but yeah one summer i oh now uh, your mark's different yeah yeah uh great (laughs) (laughs) one summer i tried to learn how to write with my left hand like i was like i spent the summer like every day trying to practice things with my left hand because i was like kind of thinking the same way of like i need to be able to like do this yeah with both hands use my left hand yeah because think about like yeah 
You I go for tried so much it. longer. I, yeah. I just could, I had no control. It's so over. it's so crazy. <laughs> like, you can't do anything it takes, with it. It takes a minute. Yeah. It takes like I worked it on it like a couple of years. Yeah. You have to like train that. You have to train yeah. it hard. Yeah. Like, like a can piano you throw player. the other way? I can. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't even like look at a wheel. Spin but I'm left-handed. <laughs> I'm left-handed. You're left-handed. Yeah, but I do everything right-handed. Oh. Okay. So it's not hard for mm. me to like. Switch use back both. And forth. Yeah. Yeah. I might be ambidextrous. I'm not sure. Mm. But I also like, I don't want to brag to the entire <laughs> uh, <laughs> all of our listeners about uh, how awesome I am with both hands. <laughs> but I do try to tell my students to like. Get, make your hand, start doing jobs. Yeah. Like dumb yeah. jobs. I'm like, put this, you know, like, you put in your left hand, like, get it going. Like, mm. don't depend on one hand. Get them both. Mm-hmm. Piano players do it. True. So yeah. it's possible. That is true. Guitarists. Yeah. I used to play the violin, so I would think that I would be able to, you know. Oh, yeah. Use then my you left totally hand, can. I can't. I no, can't. you can't. I can. You can, yeah. I can train myself. Yeah. It'll just take some time. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Or I can just change the way I make stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess. If you want to, don't, if you want to, like, get there faster, sure. (laughs) So when did you, like, so you were a biology major, which is on your... On my bio. Yeah, Yeah. your bio. Yeah. In in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. So I actually started off in art school at the University of Michigan okay. um, Ooh, as an undergrad. Yeah, because I went... Are you from I Michigan? Finished, no, I moved a lot growing up. Okay. Yeah, that's a long story. But okay. I was I finished up high school uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, so I just naturally went to the University of Michigan. Cool. And I was at the art school there. And then I just... I had a horrible time, like... I, I just, like, had a really hard time adjusting Cause also like I had just come back from Korea. Like I lived in Korea for five years from the age of 11 till 16, okay. uh, 16 and a half or something. And then, so going, like coming back to the US and then like readjusting like culturally. And I don't know, it just was like such a big shock to me. So uh, when I went to the University of Michigan, I was just, I had no idea what I was doing. Like I, I didn't, I, I was just like in such a disarray, like, and cause it's a huge school yeah. too. Yeah. And then be, also being in the art school, I just felt like crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I enjoyed it and I made a lot of friends, but I, t- so I, I took a break from school and then I moved to Buffalo cause I have family there. So I lived with my aunt and my uncle there, and then I transferred to uh, SUNY Buffalo. Cool. Yeah, and then I did a little bit of art school there, like for a couple more years. But then I, I just like, I cannot stand art critique. Like I, I just can, I could not stand being in the room. It, it just felt crazy in my brain, like just kind of absorbing the things that are being said and during okay. critique and so for those for, like art talk yeah so for listeners who didn't go to art school art critique is like when the class gets together and like goes around and talks about everyone's piece right yeah yeah and you'd like defend your work and you say it's about 
the DNA chromosomes. And, and someone's like, and it's like, like a painting. I think it's of about your mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and like, I think this is a vagina, and you're like, no, it's literally a chromosome. Yeah. And you're like, I still see a vagina. <laughs> and you're like, I don't. Know. I know that experience. <laughs> yeah. I I loved making art, but. Being in that environment just made me feel really unstable, like in my brain. Like, it just didn't f- sit well with me. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that part. I just wanted to be like left alone to make my own <laughs> stuff. But you like you really liked making stuff at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also like curious. I I'm like, well, I'm in school. I'm paying all this money. Like, I'm not. I don't come from money. <laughs> also, I was thinking practically. Like, how am I gonna get a job after this? You know, mm-hmm. like, what am I doing? So. I just wanted to ex- try something different and see how it went. And I took some science classes and got really into biology. I was just like, this is very straightforward. I don't really like school, but like, you know, I it felt more concrete for me. Like, okay, I take a test. I, all I have to do is I take a test <laughs> and, um, and get a grade, I yeah, guess. Yeah, there's like a real answer. Yeah, yeah, there's a real answer and, you know, it's not this fluffy, like, crazy <laughs> conversation that we're having in a classroom. We're talking about, like, different parts of the animal body and how it functions and how it works. And I, I feel like I learned so much, you know, um, and I really enjoyed it, uh, like, learning about biology and evolutionary biology in specific. Um, and laboratory is so fun. Like, I would do, like, dissections and stuff like that. Oh. And, That's cool. And I also taught kids, like, you know, here's the spleen. <laughs> so that was That's really cool. interesting. And visually, you know, you're looking at all this, like, crazy stuff in nature and learning about it. So Were you thinking so about going to switch. med school? Um, my last year of college, like, I tried to figure out, I'd spent a lot, the last year just, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like... And one was like, I, I wanted to go to New York. So I made that decision. I'm like, okay, well, I need a job. <laughs> so I actually got into teaching. Okay. Yeah, because med school, I was like, no, no way. No way I could be a doctor. Like, I volunteered once at a VA hospital at, a, at the ICU. And I Sounds just remember rough. one, yeah, one day it was just like, the smell, hmm. this, it just, I can still smell it. Just, yeah. I can. It's so, and it was stuck in my clothes, and I was like, this, I, I couldn't do this. <laughs> so I was like, oh, teaching's cool. Like, I want to help kids, <laughs> you know? And uh, I had taught some college kids, and I was like, well, maybe I'll try that out. Like, and I, I was also very, like, you know, just like every other college graduate. I was super idealistic. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and, and teach in public schools in New York, and like, do good for society. Oh, what a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, so I came out in 2008 when the, you know, the market crashed. And yeah, that that was like my very first job in New York. Like I I taught Oh, you in really the Bronx. did it. Yeah, yeah. I went Oh, wow. I, I taught in public schools. It, it didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> but how long did you do it for real? Um, when I first came, I taught for two, around two years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, I was like in the Bronx (laughs) at a public school. The school doesn't exist anymore. It was nuts. I would say like by far that was, that's still like the hardest job I've ever had. Yeah. I always say that. It's just so difficult. You're not teaching. You're just like a 
your body in the classroom. Did you, is it one of those jobs where you came home and cried every night? Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I was, I couldn't believe that this was reality. And did you, had you just moved here by yourself too, so you're just yeah. like alone in the city? Well, I guess I came with my roommate at the time. Okay. She left because she found a job elsewhere. So yeah, I was pretty much like kind of, Jeez. I didn't really have many friends. But yeah, yeah that experience was like, I mean, before I, I got into it, like, I I was, like, reading a lot, and I was really passionate about, like, I don't know, social justice and the education system and how messed up it is. And then you go and see just how messed up it is, and you're like, this is not, this is beyond our control. Like, this, this is, is like, this is an economic factor. This is um, the way the whole system is structured. I mean, I might be able to impart some change, but it'll take at least seven years for me to hone my craft you know, because I walk in and like, I, the very first day I walked in and I mean, I, I mean, I'm very small. <laughs> I'm not very like intimidating, you know, <laughs> and I go there and I write my last name. Hi, I'm Miss Eam. I'll be your teacher for this year. The kids were silent for like two seconds and the kid, the kid in the front looked me up and down was like, the fuck out of here <laughs> what <laughs> yeah that was my very first day teaching and i i was like wow okay so let's let's do this <laughs> I, I, I taught oh really really well behaved uh kids in colorado like college students but i only made it one semester at that i can't, oh, really? I, can't yeah, I, I would have quit i think yeah. after the first day and that yeah it's just like the sheer volume of like, Ugh. you know, you have 30 kids times four and then. That is so crazy. And you're like trying to do behavior management, but it's, there's no way. You're just. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but you made it two years. Two years is so many years. Yeah, I did two years. And then later on I taught at a, um, I did like a art program, an after school art program in Bushwick. Um, that was like. I think I ended in 2017, so I did that oh, for cool. a bit. And that was way different because I wasn't, like, in a classroom, classroom situation every day. Yeah. I was just there, like, once a week, and we would do fun stuff and paint right. murals and stuff like that. Oh, right. So then how did you, like, bounce back into art? Well, after I tried the teaching, I, I just, I, I really missed it, you know? I just, like, missed do, making art, and I started kind of like painting for a little bit and and then I started working at restaurants at the same time that allowed me a lot of freedom you know to to make stuff so that's that's when I kind of started in 2010 or 11 and then but then I got I was interested in ceramics and I had done ceramics before and I really wanted to try it out so in 2013 I took a class and I was like oh my God, <laughs> I feel like this happens to everybody who does ceramics. You just like try it out and you're like, oh my God, this is it. I, I could do this all day long, <laughs> forever. <laughs> what kind of, like when you were in college, what kind of art were you making? Um, like just all over? All over, just yeah. trying different materials out, yeah. painting. A lot of, I was interested in painting. Cool. Yeah. But, you know, find foundational art courses, you're like trying out a yeah. lot of different things. Yeah, but I never, I actually didn't take ceramics. There, I don't think there was a ceramics program at Buffalo. Okay. Not that I know of, but I didn't have access to that. So I didn't do ceramics then. Yeah. But 
That's insane. That's an insane story. So what class did you take? Um, ceramics? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I won't name the place, but I <laughs> took a little class at this one place. And that first class was like, I mean, I, I was like really into, got really into ceramics very quickly. But my instructor, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she was like, oh, you have to be special in order to do this. Like, I'm special, and that's why I do this. So, <laughs> Wait, crazy. wait, stop, 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 yeah, stop, stop, stop. I can't what... believe Cammie was your first teacher. <laughs> I know. It was Cammie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What? I would never. What? Huh, sorry about that. You really you really came up in the world, though, huh? She Looks... was really young. I could tell. Very... Wait, so she fucking told you she was special? Yeah, she's like, she told the whole class. She's like, you know, you have to, like, maybe she had a bad day that day or something. She came in, like, storming in, and she's just like, oh, you know, you got to be special in order to do this. You know, I'm special. That's why I do this. And I was like, hmm. She, you're not kidding me. You're I not am, kidding us. No, no. A long time yeah, ago, I, I had to talk to a, I didn't have to. I got to talk to these glass people, and all of them were really nice, except one of them, this guy just out of the blue kept being, like, I'd be like, oh, like, like, I, you know, we were trying to, like, talk about stuff that we could maybe do together. And I was like, what about like this? And he'd be like, you would have to be doing it like every day for five years before you could do that. And I just kept like everything that I'd bring up. And I'd be like, <laughs> you, dude, you just come on, like man. <laughs> like, Aww. fine, I won't make anything. <laughs> I give up. Yeah. <laughs> you win. You like, win. What you're useless to me, dude. Yeah. yeah. So you. That really, was like a really now, short class. Okay. But now you're, you are special. And so wait, she no, was so right. Wait, so wait, she was so you fucking that, right. You took that first class, and then did you start taking classes at Greenwich House? Yeah, that's okay. why I went to Greenwich House cool. Pottery. I was to like, no, because I, <laughs> I was like researching different places, and I was like, I want to go to the oldest place possible, you know, that's to cool. learn. So yeah. I want, so I wanted to go to Greenwich House Pottery, and I, the the one time I visited there, I was like, this is it. You can just smell, like, you go in there and you just smell history. You know, yeah. it's so cool. So I fell in love with that place and learned a lot from there. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Did you uh, did you ever work there, like as a tech or anything? No, I thought about working there. Working yeah, yeah. at a studio really changes your relationship yeah. with that studio because, like, it's yeah. not your. It's like it's not, not your, your studio yeah. special anymore. Place. It's, it's your work. Right. Yeah, it's not your special place to be special. It's really yeah. where it's everyone else's. Yeah, when you work there, it's you got to make else's. sure to keep it special for them. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I mean, I already had a job, and so I was like, "Why do I need to work here?" You know, it just it seems like I, I want all my all my time outside of the restaurant hours to be making time and no extra working time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, we Cammy and I have like talked a lot about different uh, ways to just like make money to exist that work well with being an artist but I never I had like a really short stint working in restaurants when I was like in middle school oh really or I guess high school and I just couldn't the people were too intense and too so scary intense. and everyone was like yeah yeah that's it was funny just like I a like bunch thrive of in you, intense situations I could, like that I like had to bail <laughs> so fast <laughs> I, I, I worked in restaurants in New York for like four years oh wow and I was like I'm I was fucking power tripping so hard i, do, I couldn't <laughs> as I couldn't a hack it. server you are like you determine how their <laughs> fucking night's gonna go yeah I, I you like can it ruin it as a 
at a, at a country club in North Dakota. I couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Could you imagine having oh my God. someone be like, excuse me? I don't know. Me, I really God. enjoyed, I really thrived in like restaurant environments, I think. Would you do, so were you a server? It's so fun. Yeah, yeah it's fast paced. Um, I was a, uh, my last, the last position that I held was, I was called a captain. I was in a fine dining, like Michelin star <laughs> restaurant. Cool. And I, I was there for like two and a half years, maybe okay. before the lockdown. That was like my last That's day. That's a long. Oh really? Time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it just was like the intensity of it, the the rigidity and like the structure. I don't know. It just, I, I, looking back, I think that this all relates to like my experience living in Korea, like how like everything was all about discipline, you know, and kind of having rigid structures. So I, I did really well in that kind of environment. It was just very cut and clear, like this is how you do it each time. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a problem, this is how you extinguish it. <laughs> wow, so, right. Fine and dining it's is different. Yeah, fine dining is a different animal than Yeah, than fine any dining other is cr- another like level of crazy, but I'm so I'm really glad that I had that experience cuz it really you see a completely different universe that exists here in New York like a different tier of society and the way they operate is just i don't know i feel like it's crazy did <laughs> i'm you, not explaining would you like work late all the time then yeah, yeah yeah like for a long i mean i worked in restaurants for 8 years and then so that whole time i was working till you know 2 in the morning i would always get home around like maybe three that, and then, that part of it sounds so crazy too yeah <laughs> yeah now yeah. it does because now i wake up yeah. at seven in the morning yeah, such a different life never been, yeah. did that yeah also like you'd get oh we'd finish the shift like you'd finish your shift and then you you'd drink be, yeah then you just <laughs> sit there and drink you drank until like just enough so that you got home okay right right and sometimes you didn't sometimes you were like all right i'm taking a car yeah. and the car was like like a fifth of your earnings <laughs> like to take right. a cab yeah. back to brooklyn totally. was like 40 dollars or some shit and you're like god i made 200 dollars. i just spent 40 on this car yeah but it's so worth it though. yeah you're so exactly. tired exactly <laughs> your legs are about to fall off oh. takes like way longer at that hour too. it gets really weird at that time too. Yeah, yeah totally that was i had a job for a while where we would like often have super early call time you know we'd have to like be somewhere at five or six in the morning Oh. And so you're out, like on the train at four or five in the morning, Oof. and then you're like, you you like see that really weird crossover of the people that are just trying to get home, and the people are and you're just, just and work. I'm just trying to get to work, and it's like really mm. scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and then you could be any one of those at any time. I know time. I could be yeah, like the two days later I could be the other guy, but but when you just woke up, it's really scary. <laughs> yeah. But so tell us about I want to hear about your class at Greenwich House. Oh my God, I loved it there. I, even with the cranky ladies. <laughs> the cranky ladies. Yeah. I, 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 I love them. Fair, yeah. I just love the community, you know? Yeah. It just, it felt very, like, it just for me felt more like, I felt a lot more stability, I guess, you know? I'm like, oh, these people have been doing this for like 50 years, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so I liked that environment. It just felt very like comfortable. Um, and Greenwich but I don't House, remember like, who my first teacher yeah. was. But I, I ended up taking David Gibson's class cool. for a long time. I just 
Thursday night, I was just in David Gibson's class and just loved being there. That's awesome. <laughs> and you told me that you, he had like, what, you had like a, like a betting pool? Yeah, we would like bet on horses and <laughs> drink, Gus's face. Gus's just and okay, that, betting, yeah. I never, so I had a class that was, it was a morning class mm-hmm. and crazy, crazy into snacks, like the best, I mean, it was, it was like fucked up. Like it was, yeah. it made it worth going up there. Like even if I wouldn't have gotten paid, it was like worth it just to, because we, we had, had like caviar at like eight in the morning. Yeah. Only a couple times we had caviar. But oh. It was really crazy because like all these, like it was what they did every Saturday morning and they were all mm-hmm. like really good friends. So throughout the week they would like plan what they were all going to bring. Oh, that's so and it was, fun. It makes it so fun if you have a class yeah. like that. And they were also really into mimosas. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which also helps. Well, we never got into betting, which I think kind of oh, yeah. made it big. I mean, yeah. David we could, Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just make a little chart, and then I would, like, go around and collect money. Like, like $20. Like <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That was so fun. So you were, you were in that class for years and years. Yeah, I was at Greenwich House Pottery for a total of four years. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I feel like I took every class besides um, hand-building. And then the casting class was really cool. Who really taught liked. it there? He, uh, Hiroe Hanazono. Okay. Yeah, she's. Um, I don't think she teaches there anymore, but she's based in Philly, and she would come up. What? I think oh. once or twice a week to teach the class, and she did it for a long time. I That's think. wild. That is yeah. wild. I, mean, I won't even go hours. to the Upper East Side anymore. <laughs> 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 You're like, it's only two yeah. hours, and Gus is like, that 45-minute commute really yeah. nearly <laughs> kills She's me. She's a really good teacher. That's cool. Yeah. So then when did you, like, go from your one-night-a-week hobby to, like, now you're You've really, like, stepped up into this new role, right? Yeah. Of, like, entrepreneur. entrepreneur. I guess so. It just... Or artist, entrepreneur. I don't want to yeah. make it seem like you're a business person now. I know. You're but you're, like, you're very serious. I mean, I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people want, like, have this idea, like, they take classes to do exactly what you, you're doing. And it's mm-hmm. so... Actually, like this is really inspirational for a lot of those people who are, like... Yeah. In the classes, like, can they mm. do it? Right. I don't know. I, I, I never, like, I never wanted, I never really wanted to try and make a living out of it. I was just, I was kind of content, actually, working in the restaurant and having, like, creative freedom. Because, like, when money's not attached to your work, you're really able to just explore like yeah. everything anything and everything so like i want to take all the classes i want to try every technique like try everything possible before i not settle but like find you know you're trying to find your voice so i never wanted to like start selling my work you know regularly cuz i knew i felt like you know your work changes and you might feel excited about your body of work right now, but six months later, you might have this other spark and you want to try something different. But if you're stuck selling that thing, it's hard to like shift. So I never really wanted to like get into that. Also never really thought that it could be possible until the lockdown. <laughs> I was kind right. of forced into like doing this, I think, because I lost my job and then then we got for as we got further and further into the lockdown it just became kind of 
impossible for me to wrap my head around going back to working in a restaurant. So I just just kept, you know, making work. I just kept going to the studio. I was like, oh, I'm going to use, use this time to figure this out. And, and I was, and I, I sold some stuff like that holiday right before the pandemic. And then, yeah, over the last like couple of years, I, I don't know, I just kept going at it, like making more work and seeing who wants to buy it, <laughs> who likes it. And, and then as I noticed it, it I, it's like, I don't, you can't really have a plan either. For me, in my mind, I just, it's hard to like have a plan in this endeavor, you know, like here's X, Y, Z, like this is how you, you know, right. Make I mean, a, yeah. But I guess you can go into it. I mean, like everyone's that. journey is their own. Like, you yeah, can't... yeah. But I, I feel like it's kind of been moving organically. Like I'm selling some stuff, making more work, little by little. Someone asked me to be in the show. Like, okay, you know, just say okay to everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I started working on Brooklyn Clay, and that really changed. Like, it shifted. Like my well, teaching ceramic, I guess I was teaching a show play right before Brooklyn Clay, but as I started teaching ceramics, that really kind of changed my, shifted my perspective about a lot of things because, because I had such a not so great of a experience teaching in the past. So I, I, I was really avoiding oh, yeah. teaching. So I wasn't really sure if I would like teaching ceramics um, to adults. I never taught adults too, but I, as soon as I started teaching, I really loved it. Like, I really like it. I enjoy it so much. And that changed, like, the way I think about, oh, I can do this. <laughs> I can do yeah. this and make a living. Oh, right. and, so weird. You know? Your confidence, how to, like, rebuild your confidence after being... Yeah, and like, just kind of being immersed. Yeah. yeah. You know, the kinds of people you're interacting with... I mean, my life is completely different now. I don't see any of my restaurant friends, really. So like everyone that I see, like everyone does ceramics and you're constantly like talking about different things. I don't know how to talk about technical. anything else anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. All my friends are ceramics. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool though. I So I feel more like connected with myself. Like it feels like a whole, you know, picture as opposed to like something fragmented. Like I only do this on my days off or... So lockdown actually like kind of worked out. Yeah, it did. It, it was, it's like, kind of nerve-wracking I think everyone kind of experienced the same things but it really opened up a lot of doors for me and just completely changed my lifestyle I feel way healthier you know I go to bed at a decent hour <laughs> so you weren't you know? teaching at all before the lockdown no I started teaching Crazy. during the lockdown yeah to cover my studio expenses nice. yeah that's and crazy. at the time you still had your studio at at uh in in Williamsburg okay yeah yeah at show, yeah, it's like their uh, studio. Look, they call it uh, Williamsburg Ceramic Center. Okay, okay. So, show play owns it, but okay. it, they don't do any classes there. It's so you just, just like get a, like a private space or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was I in that, that studio for like four years. Oh wow. Yeah, and I'm like made so many friends there. It's crazy. Oh Dustin cool. Barzell. Oh yeah, my Dustin god. Okay, Will okay. I got there. so excited when I saw that you and Dustin run into each other at a at a thing and I, and you guys are like buddies yeah yeah, yeah. it was a uh, fun time being in that studio and things things are way different now but when we were there it was so cool were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had so much fun and then okay. you started teaching at show play 
Yeah, and then I okay. taught at Show Play for a couple of sessions, and then working at Brooklyn Clay because oh, yeah. you know I started off with just like one class. And I was like, oh, let's see how this goes because yeah. I, I have a tendency of like just going all in and just like blah 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 and doing like five million things. But I was like, okay, let's do one class, and then I was like, what? Well, I like this. Everyone's like really nice. <laughs> There's like no yeah. bullshit. No, everyone's crazy nice. And there. It, it yeah. seemed like you showed up. Like I would have believed that if you're like yeah i started teaching ceramics like in 2008 like you showed up and had like you just seemed so confident and comfortable yeah. <laughs> teaching there it was crazy i think that's just like a little bit of the teach teaching kid experience because okay. you're faking it the whole time yeah, with the kid. yeah. you're making <laughs> yeah. shit up as you go and it's yeah. the same thing in the restaurant like, yeah talk about this wine i just make up shit like i could tell you some bullshit about this right <laughs> now but like that's that's the thing it's like yeah. acting you like go in and if you don't show that you're confident they, they don't trust you so yeah then you just have to like i don't know that's just my tactic i guess it worked, it worked <laughs> no, great. yeah it's totally true i remember my first couple teaching experiences my like you know going to the class and being like oh my god they totally suck. they know they and i they know go home and <laughs> they like, smell it yeah shame spiral and that's be like how am i gonna get it back like how am <laughs> yeah. i gonna get it back you gotta be like a that's you got you gotta feeling. like try and be like casually a jerk but they like can't know you know yeah. you can't like hype it up too much totally that's what, right when I, when I taught my first class I, I was like went out and i was like okay you got this and i was like sitting at my desk like staring at the clock and just being like oh, okay fuck, i have to go out and walking out and being like Hi, everybody. My name's... Uh, and I was just like, fuck, it's over. That's it. It's over. The first five seconds yeah. of class, like, you made it, and I they were like, oh, they're like, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it to class yeah. next week. I got hit by a bus. I'm going to be hit by a bus next week, and I'm not going to be able to come. Wow. Yeah. I was listening to the Las Culturistas podcast, and um, they were talking about going into auditions what music they listen to and Vanessa Bear said that her like she goes in and she listens to the song suddenly I see suddenly I suddenly I see it's like to get your like confidence up Do you imagine like getting into class like bouncing in hi everybody it's like that's what it's like yeah you're on like a second no you like, need to put on you need to put on x gonna give it to you every day right before you walk into class <laughs> That'll really set the tone. <laughs> totally. Oh, you need like a, like a like a war song to get. Yeah. It's definitely a performance. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think I enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah. Even when like every like sometimes like every demo is going like to shit. It's yeah. Like every single one is not working. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna show you this really cool thing. <laughs> it just like collapses. I'm like, this is what happens, guys. Yeah. I know. That's like, every time I'm like, this is all part of ceramics. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, like uh, you have the glazed tongs on your piece, and you dip oh, it in, yeah. and your piece falls out of the tongs oh, yeah. into the glazed. And you're like, and sometimes you're like, your piece disappears in there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm just gonna go in just, and get it. You, you just, just yeah. rolling up our yeah. sleeves, like dig it. I, but I, oh, I actually do think like a lot of that stuff is good to see because I think like yeah, so much of so much of ceramics, like especially when you're like learning about it on Instagram, and you just see like the really polished sections. It's like oh, right. It, I mean, and Cammy and I talk about it all the time. Like the intro to this episode, we talk about Cammy's really rough week of breaking when a lot of stuff. My rough week Aww. of glazing a bunch of stuff with a glaze that I hadn't tested enough. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, it's just always part of it too. Yeah, you're just yeah. always 
dealing with problems. <laughs> yeah. Which is what gets you into it too, you know? You're like, yeah. oh, no, I gotta fix this problem. <laughs> uh, so how long have you had your beautiful studio? I mean, it looks beautiful. I have to come see it. Someday. Yeah, you should come yeah. by. Um, I got the studio in February. I was looking cool. for a while. I wanted to get out of a communal studio. I just like needed some peace. Because yeah. <laughs> like, when you're in a communal studio, you just start talking. And, and then if you have your headphones in, maybe someone's offended because you don't want to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of nego- uh, politics. Yeah. yeah. So the politics of headphones. <laughs> I'm also really chatty, so like if someone starts talking to me, I'll just like you're in for like yeah. you Gus, yeah. you are like gone for like forty minutes. You're like oh yeah. I'll I don't help. even know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't even, all of a sudden people are telling me about their kids and yeah. Yeah. I'm like checking somebody's tire yeah, like on their car. Yeah, I like to talk to people too. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I was looking around for a studio for a long time, and then um, every single one, I was like, oh, I don't know about this, or it's like a little bit too much money, or something's wrong with it or the electricity that electrical part was was like yeah. a big thing that's a big investment in new york yeah. city yeah so i saw this space and then there was a ceramic artist there um you know Heidi lao yeah 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 she was in my space before and she had all the electrical wiring set up and i was oh. like done yeah <laughs> there's a g that's a grand you yeah know i was mean? like oh my god this is this is a sign. I'll take it. I yeah. love that you have there that space. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I went there and I was like, oh, I just, I just knew I had to have the studio. <laughs> you just saw it and you were like, oh, yeah. And it's awesome. Your studio is awesome, like from the pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, and you're just I love building it. it out. Yeah, that was the annoying part, though. I don't. I realized getting a studio. I don't really like to like build stuff. And mm. I just, I, I thought I was just gonna go in there and like make stuff yeah but it took like a long time to like get into a rhythm that was kind of annoying it does take a long time yeah you need like like, take you like make all your work and you're like oh my god i have no table to put this on yeah Yeah, you like then you're like table need the shelves yeah it's too hot gotta get an ac (laughs) (laughs) what about that kiln what do you what's its name floyd yes I got that kiln from Mud Matters. They're like associated with Lamano or the same owners. Okay. So the Mud Matters was closing, I think. I think, although I feel like they reopened. I don't know. Anyways, they were closing, so they were getting rid of kilns and a bunch of stuff. So I bought a wheel and um, and they're this old kiln from then yeah. cool it's, you yeah. should call it floyd the old granddad because <laughs> old granddad is exactly you're because i see you on the instagram being like don't fail me today floyd it's yeah like, what's it's gonna working happen just, it's working fine now but in the beginning like i'm just trying to figure it out i never owned a kiln before i mean i fired so many kilns but i never had to do any maintenance like i never put in coils or elements i was i was asking gus a lot oh, like yeah. oh, did you I, replace them all yeah, I replaced everything. I Isn't replaced... it kind of like it's so easy? Yeah, <laughs> it's so easy. Like you have to be careful with it, but it's like yeah, yeah. It's... I kind of fucked it up uh, a little bit because see, and even that, it's still okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the the tail ends were like touching, so it was shorting the circuit. Oh. So I was shutting off the electricity in my whole studio. I couldn't figure it out, and then I called Rob Batty, <laughs> the LNL guy. Okay. Yeah. I like called him so much, like uh, well, that's <laughs> every day. How, yeah, I get that way with that. Uh, I with love, Harry and he and just Scott. like, yeah. like he just oh, kept answering. He just walks you through like step by step. He asks no you a million shit. questions. He's so helpful. That's great. 
yeah and told me to cut the, the ends of the elements and i did that and i was like done <laughs> it's been working just fine since nice whoa yeah. but i think eventually i want to change out some of the bricks because they're like there's a lot of like corrosion everywhere whoa yeah that's so cool yeah that's amazing i always think like i don't want to put them out so i'm not gonna call no call those no, people i call them all the time <laughs> i yeah. email them send them photos i hey i haven't heard from you <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's for real okay when i call when, when i call scott that's i awesome. always i always talk I, i'm always like is perry available and they're like uh, yeah, Perry's I, in the background going yeah, like, no, yeah. I'm not in. Well, I'm that's not every, in. I'm every, not every, every, tell, who's every, that guy? Hamilton. Tell him I'm Every time here. I get him on the phone, I'm like, Hey, Perry, how's it going? <laughs> and he's like, And he's like, What's going on? And I'm just like, How you been? And he's like, What's wrong with the kiln? Just like, <laughs> just <laughs> like really nice, really helpful. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think he wants to be my friend as much as Aww. I want to be his. <laughs> Where is he located? Oregon. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah. I think Rob. They're like Daddy. in New Jersey, like outside of Philly oh. or something, right? Or but maybe. Think, but he lives in the West Coast. Oh, okay. Told me, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's how I would like, I would check the time because they're behind. Yeah. So oh, okay. Time it when he just comes in. See, that's, yeah. <laughs> Perry's also, Perry shows up to work really early. So I could always get him You're first like, thing. Checking the clock, like, yeah. And it's yeah. 11 Perry's at the desk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's do awesome. you have a kiln in your studio? I do. I, um, we, uh, I have a scut which me and my old studio mate purchased from a ceramicist mm-hmm. who had to move out of her space. Mm-hmm. But it was brand new. Like, oh, really? I don't even think she got 100 firings in. Oh, wow. And I still haven't changed the elements. What? Yeah, but I haven't. I don't fire it a lot. Okay. Like, it takes me a long time to fill it. Yeah, yeah. But now it's new work. Now it's going to be like, boom, one, one firing per piece. I had a couple little problems, but nothing. Mm-hmm. I replaced some switches. I don't remember what it was. But you kind of helped me with that. But the guy, you know who really helped me a lot? YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even just the LNL um, website, they have really good um, videos. They just show you how to do everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to change the relays. Oh, that's what I changed. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And then um, (laughs) at one point, though, I... I just couldn't figure it out before I, like, not, it just wasn't working. And I tried, I did everything that I thought I could do. And then I have this, um, I have this guy, Miguel, who works for me sometimes. With, with, he knows how to, like, fix stuff and do electrical. He, like, he put in a new um, uh, wire in recently. But I was like, let's open up the plug. And he was, like, cutting open the plug just to make sure it wasn't, like, melting inside. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like... It was fine. It, it's like all wrapped up in electrical tape now. It looks really, yeah. Someone really took a hacksaw to this thing, huh? Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the like some of the themes of your work because your Instagram name is Rat by Chicks. Yeah, Rat Chicks. Oh, yeah, Rat Chicks. <laughs> rat times Chicks. Yeah, you know, the X got in there because someone already took Rat Chicks. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'll just put in the X. I like it. I like that. Yeah. I like it too. It's like a multiplication sign. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think like, does the biology have like a huge part of this work? I feel like it definitely, I mean, I guess, I mean, I studied biology, so how could it not affect it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love animals. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> but I started, I think my first, well, my first 
decorations were of like just rats. Rats like jumping rope and birds like pigeons and it was just like a rat and bird theme going on for a bit. And then, yeah, and then I just started um, just doing different kinds of <laughs> animals. And, and also I think it kind of, I started doing a lot different kinds of animals because also I was getting more commissions. So people were asking me, oh, I, I have a thing for hippos. Or like, <laughs> yeah. I have a thing for this. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so then I would try that out and it's just kind of endless. The options are, are endless. You really are, you really do have like a wide breadth of animals. Yeah. I was like, when the other day I was like, she painting fucking horses on all of these? What is happening right now? And I'm like, how the fuck long does that take? Yeah. yeah, whenever I do a new one, it obviously, it takes a little bit more time, you know? So going back to like how much time it takes to decorate a piece, like a new one will maybe take like two hours or something. But something that I've done before, you know, it's it's faster. I know where, where the placement's going to be and... I already know the steps. Do you, are you finding that you're repeating yourself at all? Some of the ones that people really like, I've been doing, you know, more of them, but ch maybe like changing the colors. Like everyone loved like the zebra pattern that I did. It did look really, really cool. Yeah, and I, I love it too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whenever I do the zebras, I, I try to tweak it a bit. Like I did like zebras and mushrooms and, or I'll change the background color a bit and, but yeah, I also just, I have this idea that I'll cover all the animals in, in the, the animal in the kingdom. kingdom. <laughs> so cool. oh, yeah. I think that would be really dope. Um, do you know Beth Lowe's work? Yeah, okay. yeah. Do you know Beth Lowe's, like, the illustrations that she did that were, because her sister is a, or like a children's book author. Oh, really? And so she did a book with her sister where... Uh, her sister wrote it and then Beth did all the illustrations <gasps> on ceramics and they oh photographed it. Oh my god, it. I want to see that. Yeah, but you need to do like the like encyclopedia of animals where it's just all yeah. photographs of your <laughs> ceramic pieces. Yeah, that'd be so cool. You know like those scientific um, illustrations of all the different um, species, yes. like plant species. Totally. And, like that would be so, I always thought like that would be really cool to do with ceramic. Yeah. I, uh, like, one of my favorite pieces of yours is that piece you made for our friend Laura Vogel with her oh, little dog on it. The oh, butter yeah, dish. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, that's, like, one of the best, just to be, like, I need a commission piece, like, because I'm sure, was she just, like, I want a butter dish with goose on it? Yeah, the dog? yeah. yeah. Well, the, it was, like, a treat jar with goose on it, okay. I think, and then... Oh, and then and the butter dish itself was actually a swan. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so I think I'm but thinking, the, yeah. the dog was on. Yeah. The uh, goose was on the little treat jar. Yeah. I actually just made one for her, her mom. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. supposed to be a gift. That's nice. Yeah, it just came out of the kiln. I really like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you feel like? I mean, is it something that you want to do? Like, create a line and like, back to like repeating yourself. Is that like something that you're like interested in? trying out or what do you like I don't even I mean again like this is not making things happen organically but I'm just curious if like you don't want to go in that direction of like pro heavy production because you're still yeah. in this like one-of-a-kind handmade yeah like li like it's not limbo I mean that could be your this is sounding weird I don't want to make it seem like 
you know, you don't have to monetize and make make everything bigger, which is yeah. what the expectation is, right? Of, right, yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be that. I don't know. I'm just trying to, I, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I really, I just go back to, like, when I was working in the restaurant. Like, I only wanted to make things that I want to make. And I still feel like I am doing that while actually selling it, which is a great feeling. But, I, you know, I don't want to get into a point where I'm like, I have to make 50 million of these things or, you know, of the same thing. Right. But I don't know. I, I recently was, like, talking to my uncle. So my, my uncle in Korea, he owned a ceramic factory for 30 years oh, in whoa. China. Yeah, so he's, like, a ceramic engineer, and he wow. owned this factory for a long time. And um, he, he's crazy. I wish, you guys, <laughs> I wish you guys could, like, meet him. But sometimes, like, he'll call me at, like, 5 in the morning, and he's like, Michelle, do, do content, content. Uh, he's, like, always pushing me to do, like, <laughs> porcelain and uh, all this crazy stuff. And he's like, okay, put the barium. The barium is, like, good. Barium <sighs> makes it, like... I mean, he's right. Yeah, he's like, barium makes everything better. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll, like, do... And then he'll, like, hang up on me right to after that. To make the glazes better? Yeah. Or the or, clay. Like, Put less of silica. Make a mat. Make a mat. And then he <laughs> hangs up. <laughs> you know, that's how my uncle's that's like. That's cool. Yeah. And I just recently talked to him. Do you him. think ideas are just like popping in his head and he's like, Michelle's got to know this now. <laughs> I don't know. He's obsessed with ceramics. That's cool. You know, and the last time I went, he like took me all over Ichan and it was really cool to see all these places with him. But... Yeah, when it comes down to chemistry, you know, because I, I took this chemistry class actually through Alfred years oh, back. Was it one of the It was like a continuing, yeah, yeah, continuing education class. Cool. And then I was like talking to my uncle then, and he's like crazy about, you know, <laughs> glazed chemistry and stuff. So That's awesome. Um, but he's also like really into this, the business aspect of it because he ran this factory. It was crazy because he used to produce... Um, imitation like dutch delfware oh so, yeah like, windmills and clogs and totally used to have all this stuff in our house um but wait was he he was making imitation delfware in china in china yeah which is so cool <laughs> yeah because it comes from china yeah yeah, yeah. i love that yeah. yeah me too i just i think that's like such a cool thing yeah it really came back around mm -hmm. yeah I want to know more about all the images that he used on there. I'm like kind of curious. Um, but anyways, I, so, but recently I, I was like thinking, oh, I wonder how I could make this stuff a little bit faster. <laughs> and I called my uncle. He's like, what idea do you have? <laughs> I was like, he's already like on fire, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, how does it work? Like, what if I were to order something? He's like, oh, you make the thing. You send it to me. I take care of everything. I'm like, no, 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 but just walk me through. <laughs> he said, just give me the image. Uh, but we, like, talked it through, and basically it was like, I mean, you, I mean, yeah, you have to order, like, thousands of these things to get made on a shipping pallet. Or, and then he was telling me it comes, and I would have to, they take care of everything up until, like, until it gets to the port. And then you have to, like, find somebody to go find the thing and get the pallet and pay someone off I don't know it sounded crazy actually I did I went to when I went to Jingdezhen on the um on the residency I I had a crate shipped back mm. and I was at home just hanging out a month after I got back that you know my crate was coming 
I just knew that. So I was at home one day and like I got a phone call and they were like, we're at, we're at 272 Morgan Avenue. Where are you? <laughs> I was like, set like seven in the morning or some shit. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll be right there. And they were like, okay, bring a thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> I was like, what? This was like, it sounded some crazy mafia shit you it have to go through. It is exactly crazy Ooh. mafia yeah. shit. And I was like, yeah, they were, I was like, what are you talking about? They were like, yep, we're going to give it to you, but you have to give us $1,000 in cash. And I yeah. really did have to give them $1,000 in Fuck. cash. Yeah, that's that's For, what I came down to. I was like, what do you mean you go find someone to go find your palette? Yeah. He's like, I don't know, Just you just go find it. That's what, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, they have companies that do we that. Had, yeah. We had kilns that were stuck. Like oh. in whatever port when COVID happened. Right, yeah. And then everything just shut down and we were like, oh, okay. Yeah. I guess, that'll, <laughs> so I guess we'll that. check back up on that later. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that's crazy yeah, though. Yeah. So, but you don't think that you're like, are you interested in doing it for your work to see what it would be like to... I was just curious like yeah. how, how accurate. I mean, I just think that they can make anything they yeah. really can take my thing and make exactly the same that's crazy you is know he still... better than you can actually yeah, just, yeah. they're so yeah. Yeah, they can do and it faster and they don't yeah. get carpal tunnel or anything yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so i talked to him and he was like it's not going to be the same yeah and um he just kind of like does he still work at a factory no he just plays pool all the time now <laughs> it's shut down he's like uh almost almost pushing 80 now oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah yeah okay so so he's um, like retired it shut down like years ago but he's yeah. just like wants to help facilitate he just it for... loves ceramics yeah and he did it for so long and That's all cool. of his friends are from ceramic engineering school from there and so, he, he, I mean, I think he loves it that I do ceramics yeah. now. So I, like, always send him yeah, images. Yeah, that's He's like, good, cool. good design. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's so funny. He's rough like that. That's, like, it's just the way he talks, you know. And he, like, eats all crazy, too. Like, <laughs> I hate eating with him because he, he's just, like, slurping. And he eats it all in, like, 30 seconds. Like, the food is gone. He's like, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, that literally goes against everything I do. Yeah. yeah. No, so, but so I consulted with him. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because he knows what my work looks like. He's like, it's not going to look the same. And the value of it's going to drop, <laughs> basically. Well, that's true, yeah. yeah. So he's like, come up with a different idea and call me. I was like, okay. That's true, he's too. Like, do decal. Decal. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking of, like, uh, yeah, like just weird decals of your work which would be like a totally different yeah thing but would also be really great yeah, yeah. it could be an, it could be an idea i don't know um Do you but like... i just enjoyed doing it myself yeah <laughs> i was gonna ask do you does your love of cooking and food have a lot to do with like the pieces that you make like the butter dishes does. and all those yeah i love butter <laughs> And who doesn't, right? It's so good. Butter yeah. is so good. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't. And I didn't really grow up with butter, so. Oh, right. Yeah, we don't we didn't really cook with butter at all. So when I was working in the restaurants and, like, learning about a lot of different cuisines and how it's cooked and, like, French cuisine, like, all that butter. Yeah. I just was like, this is awesome. So I cook with a lot of butter now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it does really influence the types of things that I make. Um, but yeah. Yeah, my parents keep butter 
in a butter dish on their kitchen counter so it's always at so, room oh, temperature always you can always just like no matter what you got like i'll just be walking around with anything i'm just like put a little oh, butter on yeah. that yeah spread it out nice yeah right. I always keep my butter dish in the refrigerator, though. Yeah. I don't know. Does it, does it go? Does it actually go bad? I think it will it eventually. Does, yeah. But like my yeah. parents, it goes rancid even in the refrigerator. My parents, they burn through it, you know. Right. Like yeah, it's never going bad. Not with my dad around. That's <laughs> so awesome. Um, do you have any? Do we have any final questions? I don't think so. I think we we really rambled around yeah. at the start but so I like fun. it yeah, yeah. Like, I like it a lot such a blast actually yeah. I loved this Me whole too. conversation for a studio visit someday yes yeah, for sure. so fun yes everyone can follow you on Instagram at rat by chicks c-h-i-c-k-s yeah rat x chicks and you have a website yeah it's a <laughs> rat xchicks.club <laughs> awesome and then you also can get do commissions this yeah. is like we're really plugging it hard mm -hmm. we're yeah. really selling it so if you need a pet portrait and yeah. you can come and take michelle's class too oh yeah, oh, yeah totally oh my awesome. god i i'm really excited about the intermediate hand building yeah. class hell it's yeah that so thing. are the students yeah, yeah i'm just really like teaching hand building i know we're trying to end this but teaching no, hand building is like it really, um, I mean, I like teaching wheel, but there, it's so much of wheel is like, you're just on the wheel trying to yeah. show the technique and you can't really like go further because everyone's struggling to, to center or trim or do something yeah. technical. So the hand building really is just like, it's so cool because I get to like show them surface design, you know, and I feel I like the really students get it. to interact more too because they're yeah. not like looking down at this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. I about saw it. that and I was like, oh hell yeah! A couple. I told you a couple of my students are taking that. Yeah, class. yeah. So they're like so jacked for it. So they're like awesome. finally gonna learn some stuff, you know? Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just punch <laughs> Gus out. Gosh. Anyway, now I just host this podcast by myself. Yeah. And it's been a blast. You're fired. <laughs> well, Michelle, thank you so much. Thank you. This is the best. <laughs>